You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the T-Shay Show. I'm your host, Tika. And today we have actress uh, Velda Hunter. Hey, Velda, what's up? Hey, girl, how you be? Uh, I'm good. Did you um, get down here okay to the studio? Yeah, no. You said no. No, 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 that didn't work out too well. Okay, well, I'm my, glad you're here anyway. Yeah, my GPS had me on a whole nother street. Mm. And then I had to put it in there again. And then it brought me right here. Okay. So I got here. Well, and that's man. a good thing that you hear. Everything's squared away <laughs> now, girl. So uh, I'm so excited to finally meet you. Yes, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, you gave me the call. Look, I'm turning my thing around. You gave me the call. I was like, oh, she sounds so nice. I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> got down right here. You just, you just a sweetheart. Um, I, I know that you play, you starred in a few movies. A okay. lot of movies. Okay. I was, yeah, I was in a couple. Okay. Um, and I was at the premiere for He Said, She Said. <laughs> and it's coming Friday. On Tubi, yes, right? Yes, yes. Exclusively yes. on Tubi. I'm going to be excited about that. I'm going to watch it at home. Yes. You know. Um, so tell us about that. Tell us your role in okay. um, He Said, She Said, okay. which was directed by Dennis Reed. Yes. Yes. So tell us. Well, okay. So... He said, she said, was actually, as you everybody know, it was a book. It started off a book that Dennis and Erica wrote. Right. And then he turned it into a play. Okay. So, I w- that was my very first audition of anything ever, for real, for real, like. And so, I got it. I was, yeah, I was shocked. I was like, oh, just for acting silly, you can get stuff, huh? Ooh. Yeah, I was just acting silly. I Making up stuff, you know. <laughs> and, and actually, you know how you audition and then you leave? Mm-hmm. I stayed for like two hours, it seemed like. They had me auditioning with other people. Really? For the other people's part. Because okay. they had it already set up in their mind that I was doing the part. So, we did that. And then, a few years later, here we are doing the movie. Oh, wow. Yes. That is a wonderful yes. thing. That's a blessing. So, this is your calling for real. Come on. Come on. Call, <laughs> in, yes, call on me. Call on me. Yes. Call on me. Yes. Um. So, what about indictment? I know you're starting that, too. Well, let me say this. For indictment, you know, gotta make sure we write. Okay, for indictment, um, I had a small role in indictment. Mm-hmm. And so I tell people, don't sneeze too hard, mm-hmm. okay? Because you're gonna miss me. Right. Okay, so don't sneeze, don't blink, just sit, sit there like this. Don't close your eyes because you're gonna miss me. Mm-hmm. But it was still a great experience. Um, he's getting, he is thinking about contemplating doing a part two. Okay. I hope he is. And I said, well, Dennis, I have never not been any of your your plays, your movies, anything you do, I'm in it, right? Well, right. So how you going to do it and I got killed off? So he said, hmm, I brought people back before. Said, and you oh. did get killed off because, uh, who killed you? Um, the um, Jonathan John- had us killed. Yep. Yep, he had his family killed. Yep. Yeah, because we were like snitches. I I guess he was he was trying to get back at the boy. At, uh, his the son. one who was telling. Right, okay. Cousin, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping movies here. I'm skipping yep. movies right here. <laughs> well, that's a whole other movie. Okay. Right. Um, but yeah, so that's what's up. Um, now, tell us, mm-hmm. like, 
out of all the movies that you worked or you starred in, which one was your favorite? You know what? Honestly, it's God has blessed me to work with some amazing people. Okay. And I have been able to work with amazing cast and be in some amazing movies. Um, I have a lot of good ones. Like I'm, one of my favorite ones was I'm My Sister's Keeper. Mm-hmm. Um, that's by Shantae uh, Delon. And um, another one was um, uh, Turn of the Cheek which is a, a faith-based film. It's real hard-jerking. Um, I'm a social worker in real life. That's what gave me my coins, so I got a chance to play a social worker. Oh, wow. I absolutely love that part. Um, but I got to say, what got me started is my favorite movie, which is He Says, She Says. Oh, okay. Yes, because I, I, I just it's something about going back to what got you started, yeah. right? So with me doing He Says, She Said, it was like, this is full circle. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, the sky is not even the limit. We can go beyond the sky. Right. And so I'm just excited. That's my favorite one right now. Okay. Yeah. Well, that is a good thing, you know. You. Um, so you studied at Spring Arbor University? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where I got my master's. Oh, okay. Yeah. But my um my first school, I got my bachelor's at Philander Smith College, which is at HBCU. Check them out. <laughs> you got to do it. Philander Smith College, a special place to be. Little Rock, Arkansas. Get to give them shout outs. And then... I went to Spring Arbor University where I got received my master's. I have a master's in counseling and I also have a master's in family life education. Okay. Well, you have a, you know, a laundry list of (laughs) achievements and everything. Aw. Just doing stuff, just trying to stay busy. So I can't can't nobody say, oh, that girl ain't doing nothing. She likes, she just sitting up around the house. No, I'm doing stuff. I'm busy. (laughs) Doing nothing. What female actress would you really love to work with? Oh my God. Okay. If you could just pick any female. Okay, so I will honestly say, unfortunately, she's no longer here, Cicely Tyson. Okay. I would have loved to work with her. Okay. So now, um, I would love to work with Angela Bassett, and I would love to work with Queen Latifah. Oh, yeah. I think that would be, you need, y'all need to put like uh, another girl's trip a secret. I to, know! To, oh, you would go perfect in that. Listen! <laughs> listen, Linda, listen! Oh, my God, that would be so alcohol. I would mm. love that. Well, who's ever watching, you you, you see it on a T-shirt show. Yes. Val the Hunter wants to work with y'all to put another girl's trip. And I'm telling you, yes. it will be fire. I would love it. I would love it. Yes, ma'am. I love it. And you know what? I have to go and sneak this in. Okay. I want to work with Kevin Hart and The Rock. I think that would be good. I want to work with them. Like a, ca- a comedy? Yes. Mm. Oh, girl. Yes, ma'am. That would yes. be funny. Listen. Have you ever tried to do stand-up? No. You said no. No. Mm-mm. Because, honestly, I don't know if I could do stand-up. I mean, nothing be the failure but to try. You can always try. But I'm one of them type of people that, you know, what comes up, come out. And I don't even think for it to be funny or mean for it to be funny. It just end up, I guess, or whatever. And I just, I'm just silly. Yeah. So I think that's what happened. But I don't see me as a comedian. Uh, but I do see me as a com- com- comedic actress, if that makes okay. sense. Okay. That does make sense. Because you can be a... Comedic actress, yeah, without being a stand-up comedian, right? You know I don't mean? know how well that would go. <laughs> I don't know. I might try one day. Just try it. You know, go out to some little juke joint that's far away. That only got three people in there, and see if you can make people laugh. Right, those three people. We can make those three people laugh. Right, and if you can make three people laugh, you can make a room laugh. Hey, come on. <laughs> this girl is speaking ministry over here. Are you um working on any? New projects right now? Well, I just finished, this weekend, I just finished doing a film with, it's a short film with Mission Smith, and it's called Circumstances. Okay. And it's a different role for me. 
Because yeah, because Do you I'm have like a leading role. Or? Yes, I'm the lead okay. in it. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm the lead, and it stretched me in a different way. So comedy is easy for me, but um, drama I have to pull from certain places to pull out those emotions and things. Right. Okay. So I'm I'm okay with drama. This one I was like horrible. I was mean. Okay, was that hard for you to? Be yes. Mean? yes. I was at the poor man like oh. And then I, I wanted to slap myself several times because what wife would be this mean to this man, to their husband? Okay. Who do everything. You have to watch it because it, it's crazy. Because I, I couldn't stand myself. When does it come out? Well, he's looking at premiering it in April. Okay. April, May, I think he said. Oh, okay. Well, oh, so now it's going to be about two months, I believe. So but May. he wanted to do it in the summer where he could do a premiere outside. Like a drive. Yeah. Event. Oh, that yeah. would be dope. Yeah. I hope I, you know, the T-shirt show. But you know, be able to get invited or absolutely. You already invited. <laughs> okay, you are invited. Yes, ma'am. All right. Well, we definitely will be in you know the building for that. Yes. Um. Wow. So you just been so busy, mm-hmm. and you are a social worker and everything. So, mm-hmm. um, how long did you have to go to school for that? Too long. You said too long. Too long. Too long. You know. So you know you would go your regular four years, right? Okay. And then I did two years for my first master's. And then I did a year, um, just pretty much a year, because a lot of the prerequisites or the classes that I needed for the second master's, mm-hmm. I took in the first. Okay. So I didn't have to go to school long for that one. Oh, but wow. it was too long. You said it's too long. Mm-hmm. So acting is your passion. I love it. If you could quit your day job, you would do acting. Girl, listen. Listen. It won't even be no third day. Mm. Let Tyler <laughs> Perry, somebody up in California, somebody, one of them called me. Hello? I see that for you. I just sense it. It's just like, because you have that. Tyler Perry, you have that. I receive like you it. you need to talk to Oprah. Come yeah. on, listen. <laughs> Oprah, call me. Yeah. I'll answer Oprah. Yes. <laughs> I would love that. I would. Okay, so what um motivated you into becoming an actress? At what age? What period um, in your life? So, I would say I did my first play when I was seven. Okay. And um, I was in an organization called Jack and Jill. And my mother was over the youth group. And so she they did this play okay. called Down by the Creek Bank. And we had all these producers. Dot, dot, dot. It was a real production for these little kids. And what got me two, two, piece, two parts to this. One was in the play for rehearsal, I constantly messed up my part. I mean, on a regular basis, every time, and to the point where the man was like, listen, if you don't get this right, mm-hmm. you're not doing it. Right. They couldn't find nobody to do it. So, <laughs> he was like, oh, well, I guess you're going to do it. You better get it. Right. But up until the day of rehearsal, mm-hmm. the, right before we actually did the show, I messed it up horribly. Mm. When we actually did it, I killed it. Oh, wow. I remember every line performance, and that sparked it right there. I would love to do this for okay. real, for real. And so it gave the second part of it. It let me know. I don't care how many times you fall. I don't care how many times you mess up. I don't care how many times you are shaken by something. Don't quit. Don't give up. You got to keep on going mm-hmm. because perfection is on the other side. Yes. So you just got to keep on moving and making it happen. And so those are the lessons that I got from. So I want to act and I can't stop. That is what's up. You hear me? That is so good. <laughs> Thank you. Um, now, do you have, like, any, by you being a social worker, mm-hmm. you have any advice to, like, young ladies of color? Absolutely. Um, one, I don't care if you fat, 
skinny, tall, short, bald, going bald, long hair, whatever. Love who you are. Mm -hmm. Love where you are. The Bible tells you to, in whatever state you're in, be content. Now, I am a mother, but deal when it comes to the Bible. I ain't going to quote it right, but y'all get what I'm saying. You have to be content, but content does not mean stay in that place. Content means to be self-rising. So, while you in this place, you may not be here forever, but be okay with that. So, if you fat, Right now, be okay with being fat because you have the option to lose weight, to be smaller. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, don't be depressed. Don't be sad. Don't be beating up on yourself. Fix yourself to where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. But be okay. So that's one. Two, I'm going to need us to save some money. Just sit down. You gonna, okay. We need to look. I wish I would have done this. Not that I wish I would have known this because I did. Okay. I wish I would have done this. Protect your credit. Handle your credit. Do good by your credit. Okay. Okay. Leave all them little schemes alone. Go ahead. Handle your credit. Save some money. Mm-hmm. I know you want the bundles. Do you see? You I know you want the weave. I know you want the melted lace. I know that's four hundred dollars that you could put it up in your pocket. Mm-hmm. So save all that as much as you can. Buy early, you know, invest in everything. So when you get older, you don't have to spend the rest of your life trying to work yourself to death. Yes. You can p- get in a position where your money is working for you. Mm-hmm. And also, do find, make sure you have more than one stream of income. Don't just depend on that one job. Find ways to have other streams. And you will always be wealthy. And just love yourself and others. And just be happy. Okay. I like that word of advice. Uh, Dave? How you been today? Uh, busy. Just oh, <laughs> busy day. Yes. Yeah. No. So I, I mean, well, I mean, today. I mean, it's been. It's just. It's been a week. Uh, but no, today I decided I was just going to rip everything apart here. Uh, and so I'm sure you've noticed the table is shorter. Um, a little bit easier to move around. I moved. You know, redid the lights, added a couple more camera angles, deep cleaned everything. Just kind of went nuts. Um, had a show in here from eleven to one that we wound up yakking and going nuts until almost two and so there was no point in me driving back home since i had a show here at four so man just rip stuff apart um gotta do that every now and then to feel like you know just being a geek uh other than that uh it's my buddy bill's birthday whenever all this nonsense whenever all this nonsense wraps up gonna go meet him over in hamtramck for a couple and we'll see what happens there raw (laughs) dude you have to like i'm so I did. I got my second shot. Okay. But you're supposed to wait a week before you get cocky about it. Oh. So there's there's only one place I go. And it, well, I, if I'm not at home, I'm here. And if I'm not at home or here, uh, I'll stop by. There's this place called Whiskey in the Jar in Hamtramck, a little dive bar. Um, and every like week or two, I'll pop in there because it's always the same like six to eight people. Okay. Like it's not, you know, it's yeah, because uh, still paranoid. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you know, it's it's fun and it's you know, it gives me that little dose of social that i need um because i think everybody needs that i think like that's been the biggest thing i i was just chit-chatting with a friend of mine who's a therapist um and she always you know she's been saying she's been crazy booked over this past year like she's busier this year than she's ever been in her life um between you know the quarantine and the q anon stuff and uh, yeah all the crazy stuff um she's just been slammed and she's like so she's like dude i'm surprised you've kept your shit together as well as you have she's like i know you and i know what a social creature you are this has to be killing you um kind of is <laughs> it's been rough <laughs> absolutely, absolutely but thankfully we have technologies like zoom uh so like yes. we were uh i mean it's we're not we're not as bad as we used to be like st- like march april may and june 
I was probably hammered in my basement with folks on Zoom, like doing little virtual bar nights five nights a week. Oh. Um, yeah. Uh, that was nice. As, I mean, it's nice, but that's a little excessive even okay. for me. I, I, I tend to have a bit of an addictive personality okay. so that I, – I, I, yeah, it's just how it works five with me. Five nights a week. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we'd be up till 2, 3 in the morning hanging out on Zoom, you know, just, you know – Yakking and talking and drinking and having a good time. Um, but I mean, that slowed down. Like maybe it's like once a week now we do that. Um, and like I said, and then once every week or two, you know, a couple of us will get together up at whiskey. Uh, but that is, I mean, I, it's that like this is like just reopening our studios kind of okay. was good for me when we did that back in September. Okay. Um, cause that was a little dose of social. I'm going to start yakking and talking with people a little bit in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how it goes. I'm cautiously optimistic. I just have no faith in people. <laughs> I know, I'm with him. I'm with him. What is the most difficult part of being a social worker? The most difficult part um, of <laughs> being people. a social worker, I must be honest, is when you have given all you could give and they still don't get it. Mm. When you have children who are suffering because of the parents' um, decision-making. Okay. And we all struggle. We all have issues and this, that, and the other. But um, seeing kids suffer because of the parents' decisions to continue to make decisions that they've been taught better on, that they have been given um, resources to do better um, and different things like that, and they making a conscious decision to remain in that space, no matter how much help, services, or whatever that they receive. Um, that's the difficult part because to see children suffer is heartbreaking because they, it's not their fault. We're their voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Kids can't talk. Kids can't say what's going on with them. So we have to take care of them. And so to see kids going, um, without and struggling and hurting um, because of adults making decisions um, that they choosing not to try to do better. Um, it hurts. It yeah. hurts. I have a lot of clients who have been successful, who's done well, and that is what is the upside of it. That I look at the clients who have taken their... Um, taking their trials and tribulations and turn them into their testimonies. And that's the great part of it. But it it, it hurts when children are hurting. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So what's the best part? The best part is seeing kids. Um, the I had a client. She had 10 kids. Okay. Kid you not, she was 28 years old. Yeah. Okay. And she was struggling hard. Um, she was about to get evicted from her home. She um, didn't have any parenting skills, so the kids were all over the place. Mm-hmm. Kids barely going to school the whole nine yards. And after we, I was able to get in there and work with her, get her some resources and counsel her and all that good stuff, that baby got herself together. She became a great parent. Her kids were in school. Her kids were clean. Home was clean. She was able to maintain a job, mm-hmm. maintain the cleanliness of her home and everything. And to this day, um, and I've been in this game 23 years. She was one of my first clients when I first started. She calls me to this day. I don't care. I've been with Black Family Development all 23 years, but I've been in different spaces. And she finds me and she always calls to say, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. That's so true. that 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 type of stuff made me say, I'm a stick and stay. Yeah. Regardless, I'm a stick and stay. Well that's very, you know, rewarding yeah. to be a part of something like that and to be able to help people and it they have success stories. Yeah. You know? Um, the reason why I asked is because they've had mentioned therapists. So uh-huh. I was like, kind of that would go 
semi hand in hand, the yeah. social work and the therapy. Kind of. At yeah. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, you do have to, uh, I'm not going to say act as a therapist, mm-hmm. but listen. Yeah. Or probably, you Absolutely. know. Well, there was a time. So I do have my license. I have a, a limited license. Um, I'm a, my license is limited license practice and counselor. Okay. So I do counseling as well. Okay. So I d- was doing therapy for the juvenile justice system. Okay. Um, at my job as well. So okay. I did do therapy as well. Okay. So it all go hand in hand. So yes, listen. Where they say go, so you can keep your coins, I shall go. That's right. You got to keep your coins. Listen, <laughs> I got to keep the coins until this acting thing pay off. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep on uh, counseling, therapizing people, and um, anything else dealing with social of the work. Well, so I, I think that's – and honestly, like, that's the – and in this topic has come up a couple times uh, – over the course of her episodes where like the dirty little secret that nobody tells you about being an entrepreneur or going off and chasing your dreams is for the love of God, don't quit your job until you have to. That's right. Yes. That's right. Like, oh, I'm going to take the leap of faith. It's usually a cliff. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. And you going down hard and fast. Yeah. No, I, 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 you know, no, my kids won't let me. Um, huh. Quit. You know, I have um, a ha- mortgage. That's one of my kids' name, mortgage. Um, mortgage? Yes, mortgage. She's one of my kids' names. Okay. You know, she was just born. Okay. Um, and then I have another um, child. I've been, this child is about, oh God, about 20 years old. Uh, Ford Explorer. Oh, okay. Her name is Ford. Her last name is Explorer. Um, then I have, um, th- this one child get on my last name. Her name is Student Loan. Mm. She works my spirit. And it, she's twins with DTE. Oh, I yeah. can't stand them helpers. <laughs> They get, they, I, they, I can't, but they, I need them in my life. You do I, need, I need them. them. I've always said, you know what would make me really happy? If DTE would stop taking the money uh-huh. that I send them every month uh-huh. and running commercials on TV telling me how great DTE Listen, is. Listen, And instead, just maybe lower my bill. You know, you know what would make me think you're great? Lower, lower my, bill. my bill. Lower my bill. Don't a commercial, a commercial telling me when, especially when you're a monopoly uh-huh. in the state uh-huh. and nobody has a choice. Has not one choice. So, so if you would just lower my bill, yeah. I'll think you're great. Yeah. Seeing that commercial makes me hate you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and then they trick you up by saying, "Oh, why don't you get off the note, the shut off plan, the oh. shut off protection plan?" No. Cuz they ain't doing them but giving $2 to the plan so your bill's steady going uh-huh. up. Uh-huh. It's a rip off. Actually, the smartest thing I think I ever did with both that and gas was uh, their budget-wise billing thing, uh-huh, okay. so that your bill is the same every month. Mm-hmm. Like it never—I don't care because and that was uh, once upon a time, like way back when my ex-wife uh, she was pregnant mm-hmm. um, in August. Mm-hmm. Our electrical bill was ridiculous because of the air conditioning, uh, and that's when I discovered the budget-wise billing plan. Okay. And so I and that was. Age, so like now, now I, my bill's always the same every mm-hmm. month, and I'm perfectly okay. happy. Okay, I might have to invest in some budget wise. You said budget wise. Yeah, it's called budget wise. <laughs> okay. Yeah, both of them because because it's true. Like so, what they do is like like when you start up on it, they take the average. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend doing your gas bill now, mm-hmm. but like now's a good time for your energy bill because okay. they take the average of like your last three months. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's what they use as your average moving forward. Mm-hmm. So, like, your gas bill is probably a little higher because you're using more heat now. Mm-hmm. So wait on that until like the summer. Okay. And and then yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do that because I can't. This is ridiculous. Okay, I, I might as well just strike a match and just sit in front of the mm-hmm. fire. That's cheaper. I just I like I like consistency. I'm a creature of habit. I fear yeah. change. Like I don't like surprise. Well, there's some surprises I like, but I don't like I don't like surprise bills. I don't like surprise bills. I like surprises. So, Miss yes. Belda, what is the topic of the day on Facebook? In your- 
You say I don't know. Listen, my bestie, she's a fool. People think I'm silly, but I have a bestie. Her name is Pamela Ann Kent. That girl crazy is all get out. Shout out to Pamela. Hey, Pam, bestie girl. <laughs> that fool put on Facebook, ladies. No, she didn't even say ladies. She just said summer is it's something like this. Summer okay. is around the corner. I'm gonna need y'all to get them stomachs together. Okay. So I said, I need you to add feet too. I need this is the time yes, to start getting feet. pedicures because I don't want to see not one crack heel, no, not one crusted toe uh, this summer. Mm-hmm. Y'all got all this time. Y'all done had the pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah, and then, you know, they could probably, I'm quite sure through the pandemic, and I've done it, tried the, uh, what is it, the Listerine soak? No, I ain't never heard of it. Oh, when everything was shut down, it's like the Listerine. You put the Listerine in the um, the foot tub and you soak your feet in it and it peels off all the dead skin. So that was the alternative. Mm. So it shouldn't be no cracked tails. Oh, that's a good one. And this is another one that you could do. Just simply when you take a bath or take a shower, your feet are soft already, okay. right? You take some Vaseline. Uh, massage the Vaseline while your feet are wet. Don't okay. do it when they dry because you're going to be rubbing for days. Okay. Do, do it when it's wet. Okay. Rubbing in nice. Put on some white socks. Mm-hmm. And Why just, white? Because you don't want the dye okay. to get into your feet. Skin. or and be like right, Exactly. Okay. So you want white. And so let that just go ahead and stop. Your feet be so soft and supple. You said supple. Yes, supple. So you don't want, and because you don't want your feet to be so hard that you're tearing up your sheets. Okay, right. You don't want that noise. Right, that. Yes, you don't want that. That noise. You can't even sleep because your feet making noise in the sleep. You know? Right. So that's, that's that's my that's my take on beauty tip one on one for Velda. For yes, Velda. absolutely. There you go. Okay, I'm gonna take that one home. Vaseline and white socks. Yep. Got yep. it. After you get out the tub. Now listen, if your feet are driving the Sahara Desert, mm-hmm. don't try to put that last Vaseline on because you're gonna use the whole bar, mm-hmm. the whole jar okay. on your feet. Don't do it. Mm. Wait till they wet, saturated in that water, and they soft, and just put it on, and it goes. You know what I found it works really, really well, and it's uh, when I got uh, when I got my first tattoo. Uh, the tattoo artist told me uh, it's this stuff called Eucerin gel, yes, oh, okay. um, which yeah, is like that. apparently a step up yes. from Vaseline, mm-hmm. um, and had me like that's that was what and that's what I've used every time so far. And and I mean and feet, it's yep. great for hands, it's great for, yep. um, it's just yeah, that's phenomenal yeah. stuff. Now Eucerin is so thick. One time my mother went to the doctor, and you know how they want to check your heart and all that yeah. stuff. It was so thick. That they had to like really get some alcohol to rub it off for them to make the thing stick. Oh my goodness! Yes, that's how thick. Well, it yeah, because it's supposed to. Well, like I said, that's why they use it with tattoos because yeah. that's it, it's supposed to stay there and yes. keep it moisturized and keep it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it. It. it yeah. It didn't work out so well. I love the look on your face. You had no idea I had ink, did you? No. I saw you. How many you have? Three. Three. Oh, that's not so bad. Right. Now, how many do you have? But that's one. Well, I should okay. so far. So you know, I'm not. Uh, My artist is working on a sleeve for me. Oh, oh, a whole sleeve. Mm-hmm. Well, half sleeve. Oh, that's gonna God. hurt. Yes. That's you know what? Too. Uh, people like people said, don't, no, nothing. Don't barely felt it. Yeah, I, uh, uh-uh. uh. Listen, my best friend, we had a, she had a birthday party. Okay. So we had a tattoo party and we had a tour party all at the same time. Okay. And so we were supposed to do this tattoo thing together, right? Okay. I was geeked. Like, yes, we're going to get this tattoo. Hey, we're doing it. Girl, she was sitting there. That man was on her back and her back. And she was, I said, oh, hell no. We ain't about to do this. No. And I chickened out. I chickened I out a couple tattoos. That's why I only have one. Uh-huh. But the, the tattoos and piercings is not my thing. That's uh-huh. like too much like a shot. See, see, I don't like it. 
and that's why I was scared to take the, vac- the vaccine because of the shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it didn't hurt, so I was straight with it. Oh, you did take the vaccine? I did. Okay. The first one. I, I know I got to catch up with you the second. Second. We were supposed to do the second one on Wednesday, but that line was too long. It was all the way back almost to the bridge. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Where yeah. do you have to go to take TCF building. Oh, you're doing the one at Coat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was all mm-hmm. when we got we was just driving, driving. I had to be there too. So of course we left early. We was down. See, I've heard that's one. the secret with those is mm-hmm. whatever you can do to get one of those early appointments. Yeah, I tried. Because they back up yep. and then once and once they start backing up, it just that cascades. Yep. Because yep. I think it was a buddy of mine had a one o'clock appointment and didn't wind up getting through until almost three thirty. Yeah. So yeah. my plan is they reschedule me. At first, they rescheduled me for Monday, but it was for Pfizer. So I think certain days they give certain medicine. And because my first one was Moderma, they rescheduled for Wednesday at 2 o'clock. So I'm going early on Wednesday. And y'all just going to take me early. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I I read my appointment wrong. I thought it said 9 a.m. Sorry. There you go. Sorry. What are you going to do? I mean, I'm here. I mean, here. I mean, you really want me to just do it. <laughs> Your nine not coming no way. They not coming. Who cares? Did you receive the second series, Dave? Yeah. You did. Okay. Haven't turned into a zombie yet. Okay. So you still look pretty good to me. <laughs> right. Now, did from the first one? Did you have any um, any side effects from no. the first one? No. So I mean, it might as well, so. I mean, to me, well, but so the reality is, is I had it. Back in yeah, so I tested yeah I tested positive for antibodies in March mm-hmm. um, of last year. Uh, I had it like end of January, beginning of February. Well, you had it in the very beginning. Oh yeah. Uh, well, and so we had um, we had two people on our show in successive weeks uh, in early January that were out at CES, uh, the Consumer Electronics Show in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Where, of course, it has now been determined that was like the first big super spreader event. Mm-hmm. And we brought people into our show the next two weeks right from there. That was brilliant That's on our part. Who knew? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so I mean, it's, uh, yeah, no, the first one, barely a blip. Um, second one, I felt a little bit off um, the next day, but I genuinely think that might have been because of the amount I drank the night. Oh, so, I mean, that because that, yeah, it was a friend's birthday. So, yeah. uh, so I think it might have had more to do with that than the shot, but you never know. Um, but I've heard a, like a wide, I've heard a wide range of people. So, I mean, here's the thing, because the reality is like, especially with the two shot one. So the one, the single shot Johnson and Johnson vaccine is a traditional vaccine and actually contains the virus mm. to like to help. That's what, that's what every vaccine is. Like the flu shot has flu in it right, to help right, your body right, learn how to right. fight it off. Um, but the, uh, the Pfizer and Moderna ones are both what they call mRNA. They're messenger mm-hmm. RNA vaccines. Mm-hmm. So there's no virus in them. Right. All there is, is there's instructions in those virus that say, Hey, here's the protein from COVID. Mm-hmm. If you see it, kill it. Mm-hmm. So the general consensus is, is that if you have a bad reaction, mm-hmm. To that, because so the first shot is supposed to get you to where you would be as if you had had it, mm-hmm. and then the second shot is what gives you that boost, that immunity. Okay. Um, so the general consensus is, is if you have a bad reaction to that second shot, which is where most people are having that second reaction, mm-hmm. odds are good you're an asymptomatic carrier, and that's your body fighting it off. So Dave is like the human Google for the T-shirt. <laughs> I love it. I'm gonna have to call it. Hey Dave, what does this mean? Ask Dave. Now the first one, my first shot, my arm. Yeah, I didn't feel it. Four hours later, it felt like somebody was a dog gnawing off in my arm. Really? Oh my god, my arm. I couldn't even move it. It was like this. I couldn't move it. it now, was, see, that's get, how the flu shot. I was gonna say, do you get the son. do you get the flu yeah. shot? No. 
Okay. I used to. I got it like maybe three times when I came down with asthma, and I haven't had it since then. Did it? Did that used to hit you the same way? No. Interesting. No, it didn't. It did. And then I received aches. So the same. The reason why I knew it was the the vaccine that caused the aches was because when I had came down with COVID, it was the same aches that I received then. Hmm. I had never had these aches. They was in my behind. So you? Really? Yeah, it was weird. Wow. And the same. Aches in my behind was the same. So again, so again, you might have been you might have been an asymptomatic carrier and been fighting it off. Yeah. So I I had it um, November. So they say you have the antibodies for up to three months. So yep. February was the time. Yep. The end of February is supposed to be. So I'm supposed to be straight in March. So in February, I still had the antibodies. Yep. Yep. Ain't that something? Now I'm off. The, now when I go back March, I don't need nothing going on now. I don't need nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't need to have, you know, nothing. You shouldn't have to have nothing. No, the trick is, honestly, I, I mean, I I popped a couple Tylenol I before I went. Aspirin, yeah, so. I mean, that's... Did they give you anything? No. No, well, I mean, the shot. I'm saying, like, when you tested positive, nothing? They don't... No. Well, I, mine was not to the point where I need to go to the hospital. Okay. Yeah, I was able... Um, when I realized it, I, I'm, I, as I have asthma, so I just kept taking my asthma. Oh. I took uh, my um, not my asthma, my butyrol, and then I took mucinex because I was like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, and then um, they said mucinex helped. Yes, it did because okay. it opens it up and it clears some stuff out. Mm-hmm. And then I started taking elderberry, um, uh, vitamin D, and zinc. Okay. And then, you know, I was doing those little um, inhaling the lemons and all that That's stuff. That's what I was going to ask you I about. did that. I did that. My whole house, it was like so steamy. Yep. You know, I was baking my husband, my kids, yep. everything, and uh, did the big pot of the orange peels, yep. the lemon, mm-hmm. the garlic, the onion, <laughs> And so what else was it I'm supposed a, to be in there? I'm a little t- salt I'm, and pepper. It's like, no. Right, right. I'm Italian. There's always, no, gar- there's always garlic. garlic. There's always garlic and onion cooking in my house. Right. That- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. And then when my t- smell and taste went, I did. I went on. I did the blow dryer. Oh, that really? killed me. Yeah. I did it. Did that work? It did. Really? I think it did. Hmm. Yeah, mine didn't. Now you're telling us something. The blow dryer works. I mine think did, it did. My, mine didn't come back for, smell didn't come back for about. Till about May, maybe June. Um, my taste was jacked up about halfway through the summer. Oh no, my my smell. Oh, which taste which went, I would be so scared. I which be crushed me. Well, it's horrible because I love to cook, and yeah. so that screwed me up. That's me too. Because I cook by taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can taste nothing. I mean, it was it was just you can't taste nothing. That was scary. off. Yeah, it's weird. It's like you chewing on air or something. Yep. Oh no! Because you have nothing. It's absolutely no taste. And it's what scary. was bizarre. The only thing that I could really taste when I had the tie joint down there make me like she made. Um, I told her I was feeling a little bit off, and she made this like soup. Okay, that was super spicy. Um, tasted that. <laughs> huh? I was like, taste salt. Yeah. That's it. But mine was only, I lost my smell and taste on a Tuesday, and I got it back on a Thursday. Mm. Great. Okay. Mine came back just like that. Because that's what I was going to ask. I did that blow dry. I did. Mm. I did. I did. Mm. So that is like informative. That's a method. If you say it works. It it did for me. Yeah. I mean. Did you, okay, and you said that was the best method versus the inhaling the um, pot sticking your head. I, 
honestly, I can't tell you which method worked. I was trying, and I got a flow nase. I was trying you said everything. I was trying everything. Because- oh, I'm I'm the same way. Like if I feel sick, I walk. Like so, everybody laughs at me because like I have a backpack in my car. Mm-hmm. There's basically a CVS in go. the backpack in my yeah. car, and everybody mocks. Until they need something. Until they need it. And then they're like, oh, dude, I cut myself. Dude, I got band-aids. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm feeling messy. Here's some Tums. Oh, man. Oh, you your backpack's cake, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's right. Hey, remember that night at the club when you need you? Mm-hmm. Who'd you come to? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> start, start trying to. <clears throat> but no, so that's – yeah, so I was I was the same way. I went through all of it. Like I, I was just – because like when I had it, they didn't – this wasn't – it wasn't yeah, a thing. It was like a they, they weren't like even they testing for it, it. Like I went to the doc and the doc said, well, you don't have flu. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Yep. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, dude, I went through uh, Zycam. I went through Flonase. I went through um, – I can't tell you how many bags of like triple threat Hall's cough drops. Because mm-hmm. um, I – so like with me, it was more – like I wasn't sick, but I was congested. Mm-hmm. I was tired. Mm-hmm. And I had that – raspy ass cough mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. that just it it was just there it's not like a yeah. dog barking when i cough yeah. um and for th- for like three three and a half weeks mm-hmm. um i slept more in that three three and a half weeks than i have in like the past two years combined mm-hmm. um and crazy like mm-hmm. but yeah I, I i tried everything mm-hmm. but i like i remember like even back then they were telling you um yes tylenol no uh motrin mm-hmm. um yeah. because the nsaid apparently is like Helps COVID somehow, and they don't know. Like really? they had, I remember they saying something. Yeah, like so that. they were I like, if you're gonna, know why. yeah, if you're gonna take it, take ty- take Tylenol, take aspirin, mm-hmm. not the NSAID alternatives. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, went through those. I went through I every like Theraflu, cold tea, flu tea, sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching. Where the hell are my pants? Medicines did all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Commercial, did he? Yeah, that was perfect. But it's real though, because you, you. First of all, when you, I was on the phone with my best friend when I found out the results, Mm -hmm. and I just cried. And she poked poked the child. She was trying to get my life together, but I was like, I was around my mama. I was like, I was done. I probably would have been too. Yeah. So, girl, I just start taking stuff. I didn't, so I'm with you. I, like, just I have to anything. fight this. I have to yeah. whatever you First of all, I got to live. Right. First of all. Right. But it's interesting that you said you got so much sleep. Because that, I, I came down with the cough on a Sunday night. That Monday, I just took off because I was tired and I still had that cough. Mm-hmm. And when I say I slept so hard, my mother was knocking on my door for a good 30 minutes. And I'd heard nothing. Nothing. I would literally be dead to the world. Mm-hmm. Like yep. I don't like I don't care if my kids were jumping up and down on me. Mm-hmm. I don't care if my phone was ringing. I, right. I don't care what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and so that's one of those like that you know like now they're starting to talk more and more about the whole long hauler thing. Okay. Um, and like I do like I I still have fatigue. Yeah. Like there are like there has not been actually today's actually today may be the first day and I can't tell you how long mm-hmm. um, that I'm not taking a nap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, I I run down mm-hmm. and I run, hence yeah. the Red Bulls. I call Bulls. it the COVID slump. 
It is because it, you literally want, you cannot do anything. You got you have to get that sleep okay. to to function okay. because. Oh, I, but I'm even now a year later. I, oh wow! So it's like it's so like that's one of those and and I like and I'm okay, and I feel blessed that that's all that's, that's happened all to right, me because right. there are people with like lingering respiratory issues yeah. and neurological issues and all that kind of crap. So you know what? If I got to close my eyes for thirty minutes and power nap, mm-hmm. and that's the worst I got to deal with. I also like I've got a little bit more brain fog now, than I, I ever thank used you to have. Me my next question. Like I like I never had focus issues. Uh-huh. I never had memory issues. Yes. I never had any of that shit yes. until that. Yeah. But like now, there have been times where like I can be in the middle of a conversation and I will just zone out yep. and forget what we're talking about. Yep. Um. But again, hence caffeine. You think that's a, 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 an effect from COVID? Oh, it absolutely is. Yes. It, it's yes. it's what it's one of the that's one of the things they're studying is that yeah. that they call them long haulers, like people that have these long term and it's almost everybody. So that's why I, you know, it kind of pisses me off when you see the oh, it's only one point three percent death rate, man, it flew. Okay, but it's not about the people it kills; it's mm-hmm. the people that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you know what that and that's like a thirty to forty percent rate mm-hmm. that have these lingering symptoms, and like some of these people are now on permanent disability because mm-hmm. they can't breathe because there's scar tissue in their lungs Um, or they've got neurological issues. They've got this permanent lingering damage. So as I said, I feel like I got off light. I mean, like I said, if those are the, and if I got to drink extra caffeine to make sure that my brain's active and like, I don't get the brain fog and I got to still take a nap. Okay. Cause let's be honest. Everything we hated as kids, we now love as adults. Like, na- like naps and spanking. Like we're both that. That's that's just how we are. Yeah. Please <laughs> give me a nap. Yes, yes. And you are so that brain fog. I thought it was just me at first, and mm-hmm. then I started hearing them talk about the brain fog. Because he's right. You'd be in the middle of a whole good sentence, and you like and just whoop. Yeah. Oh, if it come back, I'll say it. But it's it's weird. It, it was mm-hmm. scary for me in the beginning because I thought something was really really wrong. And then I started hearing them talk about yep. it. Well, seeing it with me, like it just it made me double down on like some of the habits I already had. Like I, I always joked, "Hey, if it's not in my calendar, it doesn't exist." Mm-hmm. I've gotten adamant about that with people. Okay. Like if you need me to be somewhere, don't have a conversation with me. Mm-hmm. Shoot me a calendar invite because mm-hmm. I will not remember okay. to put it on my calendar. Yeah. Um. And so make that happen. Go. Uh. Or you know, and just you know, so stuff like that. Like it's. Like anything else, you learn how to adapt mm-hmm. and deal. Like I said, yeah, great, all right. So I leave myself an hour in the afternoon. I crash out. Life's good. Worst right, that happens. Right. Um, or hey, you know what? Make sure you shoot me a calendar invite. Yeah, I'm a dumbass. I'm a moron. I'll forget. Ha ha. Yeah, whatever. just shoot me the calendar. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there you will. I mean, yeah, it yeah. works. It works. So I don't want nobody to get it. Don't get it. Yeah, me because it's it's horrible. Well, Miss Bell, the hot turn. It was a pleasure having you oh on the T Shay show. I love this. This was amazing. Thank, Thank you. you for the invite. Anytime, anytime. Come back and stop in and see us. Talk I to will. us. This month is March Madness okay. on the T Shay show. So you're kicking it off. I have uh your one of your co actors that was in one of your films. They're coming on Saturday. Who was one? Eddie. Oh my God, uh, Eddie he's amazing. Capola yes, he is so awesome. Yes, yes. he is. Yes. Uh, so yeah, you know, I'm just keeping up with the mob that he said, she said, mob. Yes. And you know, I cannot wait to see you again. I cannot wait to meet everybody. Yes, you gonna listen when I tell you this. Ca- listen, first of all, I know we gotta go, mm-hmm. but I gotta say this: this was Dennis' first chocolate cast. Okay. 
L is the only one we call her. Uh, she's she's vanilla chocolate. She's the only, and so we it was because she's the only light one in in the in the, in the cast. So we call her uh-huh. vanilla chocolate. But this, but everybody from Juju to Chris, and I've already worked with some a lot of the others. But when I say this cast was was amazing, we were cool, we were fun, having silly, we bonded real quick. That's good. And I would say honestly. That's the good thing about a lot of Detroit actors, the ones that I've worked with. We get along so well. We become family. We love on one another. We support one another. We pray for one another. We wish everyone well the whole nine yards. So I love the Detroit family of actors because, I mean, we get to the end and we love on each other. We fun. And I, you know, I must agree because ever since, you know, I've been tuning in and tapping in with Detroit actors and actresses, Mm -hmm. you guys are amazing. It's, you know... You're talented. I didn't know that it was so many of people like that in the city. Yes. To the T-Shea show. So it's all a blessing. We're going to keep it all. We're going to ha- uh, have it coming around full circle. Amen. All right. Woo!